This is Emmanuel God with us, the radio ministry of Emmanuel Lutheran Church in Twin Falls, Idaho. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome to our Lord's house this morning as we gather together to worship our Savior and King. We sing our first song. of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us confess our sins to God our Father. Most merciful God, we confess that we are by nature sinful and unclean. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart, We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We justly deserve your present and eternal punishment. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us, forgive us, renew us, and lead us, so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. Upon this, your confession... I, by virtue of my office as a called and ordained servant of the word, announce the grace of God to all of you. And in the stead and by the command of my Lord Jesus Christ, I forgive you all your sins in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I read our psalm for this morning. My eyes are ever toward the Lord. 
for he will pluck my feet out of the net. Turn to me and be gracious to me, for I am lonely and afflicted. To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. O my God, in you I trust. Let me not be put to shame. Let not my enemies exult over me. The troubles of my heart are enlarged. Bring me out of my distresses. Consider my affliction and my trouble and forgive all my sins. O guard my soul and deliver me. Let me not be put to shame, for I take refuge in you. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. O God, whose glory it is always to have mercy, be gracious to all who have gone astray from your ways and bring them again with penitent hearts and steadfast faith to embrace and hold fast the unchangeable truth of your word. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Today is the third Sunday in Lent. Our Old Testament reading is written in Exodus, the eighth chapter. Then the Lord said to Moses, Say to Aaron, Stretch out your staff and strike the dust of the earth, so that it may become gnats in all the land of Egypt. 
And they did so. Aaron stretched out his hand with his staff and struck the dust of the earth. And there were gnats on man and beast. All the dust of the earth became gnats in all the land of Egypt. The magicians tried by their secret arts to produce gnats, but they could not. So there were gnats on man and beast. Then the magician said to Pharaoh, This is the finger of God. But Pharaoh's heart was hardened, and he would not listen to them as the Lord had said. Then the Lord said to Moses, Rise up early in the morning and present yourself to Pharaoh as he goes out to water to the water and say to him, Thus says the Lord, Let my people go that they may serve me. Or else if you will not let my people go, behold, I will send swarms of flies on you and your servants and your people and into your houses. And the houses of the Egyptians shall be filled with swarms of flies and also the ground on which they stand. But on that day I will set apart the land of Goshen where my people will dwell, so that no swarms of flies shall be there, that you may know that I am the Lord in the midst of the earth. Thus I will put a division between my people and your people. Tomorrow this sign shall happen. And the Lord did so. There came great swarms of flies into the house of Pharaoh and into his servants' houses throughout all the land of Egypt. The land was ruined by the swarms of flies. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The epistle is written in Ephesians, the fifth chapter. Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children and walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. But sexual immorality and all impurity or covetousness must not even be named among you as is proper among saints. Let there be no filthiness, no, nor foolish talk or crude joking, which are out of place, but instead let there be thanksgiving. For you may be sure of this, that everyone who is sexually immoral or impure or who is covetous, that is an idolater, has no inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. Let no one deceive you with empty words, For because of these things, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Therefore, do not associate with them. For at one time you were darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of light is found in all that is good and right and true. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 11th chapter. Now Jesus was casting out a demon that was mute. When the demon had gone out, the mute man spoke, and the people marveled. But some of them said, He casts out demons by Beelzebul, the prince of demons. While others, to test him, kept seeking from him a sign from heaven. But he, knowing their thoughts, said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself is laid waste, and a divided household falls. And if Satan also is divided against himself, how will his kingdom stand? For you say that I cast out demons by Beelzebul. And if I cast out demons by Beelzebul, by whom do your sons cast them out? Therefore they will be your judges. But if it is by the finger of God that I cast out demons, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. When a strong man fully armed guards his own place, his goods are safe. 
But when one stronger than he attacks him and overcomes him, he takes away his armor in which he trusted and divides his spoil. Whoever is not with me is against me, and whoever does not gather with me scatters. When the unclean spirit has gone out of a person, it passes through waterless places seeking rest, and finding none, it says, I will return to my house from which I came. And when it comes, it finds the house swept and put in order. Then it goes and brings seven other spirits more evil than itself, and they enter and dwell there. And the last state of that person is worse than the first. As he said these things, a woman from the crowd raised her voice and said to him, Blessed is the womb that bore you and the breasts at which you nursed. But he said, Blessed rather are those who hear the word of God and keep it. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Our text from our gospel reading, Jesus says, He who is not with me is against me. These are the words of our text, God's grace and his mercy and his peace. Be with you now and forever, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. In today's gospel lesson, we meet two groups of people who are not with Jesus. They are against him. They are trapped in unbelief. And it all starts, it all starts in our text with a miracle. A man can't talk. He is possessed by a demon. And Jesus rescues the man. He casts the demon out of him. And he saves that man from a wicked and terrible, horrible bondage and slavery to that demon. Now you would think that that miracle would lead people to believe that Jesus is the Savior of the world, to believe that he is the Messiah. Some do, but others don't. And in our text, we meet some of those who will not believe in Jesus, even though they saw this great miracle. They say that Jesus did this miracle with the devil's help. They said it this way, by Beelzebul, the prince of demons, He is driving out demons. And with their comments, they are trying to turn people away from believing in Jesus. And Jesus responds to them this way. He says, that's ridiculous. That is completely ridiculous. And it makes absolutely no sense. It is illogical. Everyone knows that a house divided against itself will not stand And if the devil is divided against himself, his kingdom will collapse. So how can I be in league with the devil? That's what Jesus asks. And the answer is he's not. He is not in league with the devil. Jesus says they are seeing the finger of God at work in this miracle. And he is calling them to believe in him, to trust in him as their Lord and Savior. But they won't do it. They won't believe. And they don't want you to believe either. You see, it is for this group of people, it is not just enough for them to reject Jesus as Savior and Lord. 
They can't tolerate the idea that you or anyone else would believe in Jesus as Lord and Savior. And they will do anything and they will say everything in order to destroy your faith in Jesus so that you are like them, not believing. That's the first group of people that we meet in our text. Now, seeing the miracle of Jesus, you would think that people would believe in him, and some do and others don't. And there is another group that is watching Jesus do this miracle. And they see what Jesus did. But they want more proof, more signs, more miracles, more reasons before they will believe in Jesus. In our reading, Luke writes, others tested him by asking him, for a sign from heaven. Here their unbelief is on display for you and me to see. They are the show me people. You would think they might be from Missouri, the show me state. Now Jesus could give these people all kinds of miracles, all kinds of signs, and they'll still want more. They won't believe. They will never be satisfied no matter what Jesus does. Jesus will never be able to do enough for them to believe in him. They want to walk by sight and proofs. Their unbelief is the opposite of faith. The Bible teaches us now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. Again, the Bible tells us what faith is. St. Peter writes, Even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy. Isn't this desire for proof and signs, isn't that kind of what Thomas dabbled with at Easter? He was told that Jesus was raised from the dead. He heard the word of God, the word of God that had been spoken to him by the other apostles. We have seen the Lord. And Thomas goes, I'm from Missouri. Well, he said it this way, unless I put my finger in the nail marks and put my hand in his side, unless I see, I will not believe. Well, thankfully, Jesus had mercy upon Thomas and saved him from his unbelief. Thomas, see my hands. Thomas, see my side. Stop doubting and believe. And Thomas says, my Lord and my God. He believes. This is the second group of unbelievers in our text. They are not with Jesus. They are against him. And here we learn that an unbelieving heart will not be instructed no matter how clearly the truth is presented about Jesus. The unbelieving heart always resists and always rejects Jesus. Why is that? It is because the sinful mind is hostile to God. Scripture tells us it is because we are all born dead in our transgressions and sins. 
The Bible tells us that we are all objects of the wrath of God, and it is all because the man without the Spirit does not accept the things that come from the Spirit of God. They are foolishness to him, and he cannot understand them because they are spiritually discerned. It is because no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. We see this unbelief in our Old Testament reading this morning, too. Pharaoh would not listen to the word of the Lord, would he? And he hardens himself against God and against his servant Moses. And he and the people of Egypt suffer because of his unbelief. So that leads us to the question, who then can be saved from unbelief? Well, with us, this is impossible. Like a child trying to move that large rock, it is impossible for you and me to save ourselves from unbelief. With us, it is impossible, but with Jesus, all things are possible. Jesus grants you and me saving faith. He saves you and me from unbelief. And how does he do it? He does it through the word of the gospel. At the end of our text, a woman cries out, Blessed are you, Jesus. And Jesus says, No, blessed rather are those who hear the word of God and obey it. And there is the key. They hear the word of God. That is how someone is brought from unbelief to saving faith in Jesus. It is because they hear the word of God. It is the word of God at work that casts the devil out. And the Holy Spirit sets up shop inside of you and me. Faith comes by hearing the message, and the message is heard through the word of Christ. St. Paul writes, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for the salvation of everyone who believes. Saving faith in you and me, it all begins with a miracle. The word of God is joined together with the water of holy baptism. And in the sacrament of baptism, Jesus is at work, casting out the devil and granting forgiveness, life, and salvation to the child and to all who are are baptized and believe. The scripture says, he that believes and is baptized will be saved. Not only does Jesus call you and me to saving faith, Not only does he save us from the unbelief like that of those in our text today, but Jesus is also the one who keeps you and me in saving faith. For the scripture says, he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. We cannot believe in our Lord Jesus. Luther said, I cannot believe by my own reason or strength, believe in Jesus Christ, my Lord, or come to him. But the Holy Spirit has called me by the gospel, enlightened me with his gifts, sanctified and kept me in the one true faith. That is how Jesus saves you and me from unbelief and a hellish eternity separated from him. In Jesus' name, amen. Let us pray. 
O Lord my God, to thee I pray, O cast me not in wrath away. Let thy Holy Spirit never depart, but let him draw to you my heart, that truly penitent I be. O God, be merciful to me. Amen. We continue by speaking together the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Jesus, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. We sing our closing song. Thank you.